Welcome back to Off the Edge. I'm Jay Beasley, and on today's show, we're going to mix it up. The Masters, it's officially underway, and by no means am I a golf expert. Heck, guys, I'm going to be honest, I've never even played a game of golf unless it's top golf. But there's something about the Masters that intrigued me, especially this year. I don't know if it's George on my mind playing in every commercial or my dad comparing it to being as important as the Super Bowl, but I'm drawn in now. So, if you're a golf guru, don't don't run away. Don't run away. Hear me out right now. Imagine your first time experiencing the Masters, experiencing golf. Maybe you don't even remember that. So I'm I'm a I'm a golf baby. I'm a Masters baby. All right. What we're gonna do is a little crash course with me, who has no idea what he's talking about. I've done so much research, but the reason I did that is because we have to start at the beginning. Okay, we have to start at the beginning to understand the Masters because. You guys know like Magnolia Lane and all these crazy things and Amen Corner. You have to do research in order to understand the game and how important it is. I didn't realize that. It's almost like it's like a Star Wars movie or a Marvel movie. You got to start at the beginning to get to where we are now. So consider this crash course of the Masters with a newborn golf baby, which is me. So with all that said, let's get this thing rolling. Okay, so we're going to get really, really deep into the Masters. We got to get the basics out of the way, people. So let's get the basics out of the way. The Masters, it's held in Augusta, Georgia, and it's one of four golfing majors. Most majors hold the ch- are, like, are like a championship. Most majors are a championship. However, when they're playing in Augusta, there's no championship being played, okay? Now, to play in this tournament, you have to receive an invitation, how do you receive this invitation? Uh, there's a total of 19 ways you can qualify for the Masters. So I'm just going to save us the trouble and not go through each one of them, although I, I've read through it. I just I It gets complicated, and I don't understand all the ins and outs of golf, so we're just not we're gonna, we're going to save that for another time, okay? So if you really don't care about what I just said, about where it's held and qualifying and all that, the Masters, this is all you need to know. The Masters is the place where the golfers get the green jacket. Okay, that's all you need to know. That's all you really need to know. And I know every single golf fanatic, golf, golf fanatic is listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, Jay, you can't just say that it's the place where they get the green jacket. There's so much more to it. I understand that. I'm about to nerd out with you, okay? So let's get nerdy, all right? So in order to nerd out, we got to start at the beginning of this historic golfing tournament, right? 1933. Well, I guess that was before the golfing tournament. In 1933, there was the founding of the Augusta National Golf Club in Augusta, Georgia, hence the name. A golfer by the name of Bobby Jones and his investment dealer Clifford Roberts started the historical club, which is, yes, obviously still around today. It's regarded as one of the most exclusive clubs to get in today. It has a grand total of 300 members. That's it, 300 members. And the only way to get in is if someone dies. I'm kidding. That's not the only way. Somebody can also leave, but it's extremely hard to get into the club. Now, they don't publicly say who their members is, but it's pretty much publicly speculated guys like, oh, uh, you know, NFL commissioner 
Roger Goodell or Hall of Fame quarterback Peyton Manning are some of those members. Now, I also want everyone to remember this. The name of the Masters actually didn't like happen. It didn't bear any fruit until 1939. It, it like didn't come around yet. So it took a while to catch on, but it eventually did. So this weekend when you're watching, you're going to hear the name of flowers and plants left and right. And it's going to be like, why on earth are they talking about flowers? Now, it's okay. It seems a little weird at first, right? You're like, the flowers, the flowers, the flowers, what is happening? But interestingly enough, each of those holes are named after a plant. So hole one, for example, is the tea olive, or the famous hole 17 is named Nanita. Now, I don't know if I'm saying that right, so don't get mad at me if you're a really big golf fanatic and I said Nanita wrong, but Nanita does have a lot of significance to your diehard Masters fans, and you can pull this out on your buddies when you want to say it. The hole was formerly the home to the Eisenhower tree. Now you're looking at me and you're like, Jay, I don't know what that is. Well, the Eisenhower tree, obviously, right, was named after President Eisenhower. Huh. Well, okay, Let, let's let's say, ironically, it got this name, actually. So, ironically, this loblolly pine tree, that's the type of tree it is, I looked it up, got the name because President Eisenhower, he was pissed. He got pissed off, and he was like, I, this tree stinks. It's, it's messing up my game, and I hate it. Get it off the course, which it didn't get removed, obviously. And you know, it affected his game, and he kind of had the right to be mad about the tree because it's affected a lot of other golfers when they're playing on hole 17 as well. Now, unfortunately, it did come down, so I guess Eisenhower finally got his wish in 2014. An ice storm came on through, and uh, yeah, the Eisenhower tree was no more. But don't worry, there's still a ton of landmarks we get to go into. Another name you're definitely going to hear this weekend is Amen Corner. What a catchy name, right? Amen Corner is at the corner of the course, obviously, right? Okay, so Amen Corner, it's holes 11, 12, and 13. This corner is where these holes are located, and they received this really flashy name from the Sports Illustrated golf writer by the name of Herbert Warren Wind. Are you you guys tracking with me? The dude's last name is Wind. That is the coolest name a sports writer could ever have. Like Stephen A. Smith on TV talking. I'm thinking about Wind. Like what's Wind got to say today? I think I think that's a great sports, just a great sports writer talker name in general. So Wind wanted to write down that catchy phrase for golf in general, and and he found it at this side of the course. He was watching it happen, and, a, and big moments were happening. So he found inspiration from a jazz song called Shouting in Amen Corner. And I don't know, you know, there's a little another fun fact, but Amen Corner will definitely be talked about this weekend. And also, I just want to point out, if it sounds like I'm reading a script, I'm not. I'm, ta- I'm looking at my notes, and I literally put the word obviously like eight times in there. So if I sound a little sarcastic, I'm like, obviously, the name Amen Corner is in the corner. That's because I was getting sarcastic with myself when I was writing this late at night. So bear with me. All right, let's get back on track. So in Amen Corner, you're going to find Ray Creek. Ray Creek is named after a former property owner. So if you're watching them play on holes 12 and 13 that's where you're going to find it and you can point to that and go I know that yeah golf guru friend yeah dad 
That that right there, Dad, that's Ray Creek. I know what I'm talking about. I understand golf. So 12 and 13, we're all noting it. It's a landmark in our head. That's Ray Creek. It's going to be a small thing. Is it ridiculous that we're talking? You guys realize we are talking about such minute things. It is like I'm talking about a Star Wars movie right now or a Marvel movie. I am paying attention to such small details that have such significance to certain people. It blows my mind. Okay, so... Golf junkies, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm still here. I'm still here. Let's talk about Magnolia Lane. Like, shivers went down every single golf guru. Like, they literally, the golf junkies just were like, ooh, Magnolia Lane, baby. And 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 reasonably so. They, they have the right to freak out about this. You know why? Magnolia Lane is that driveway. I just want you to picture this. Close your eyes while you're listening to me talk right here. I'll try to talk really nice. Ready? You're driving up. It's Augusta, Georgia, and, and, and when I think of Georgia, I'm thinking 75, it's humid outside, you got the windows rolled down, you're rolling up to Augusta, and then there's this beautiful, beautiful driveway, 60 magnolia trees on your left and right, it's lined right there, they've been there since 1850, you just roll up, the smell of that Georgia air, you might have Georgia on my mind playing, like the commercials. But that's the picture that it paints right when you get in. So there's there's a little another fun fact that you can impress your dad with. So we're going to look at the clubhouse real quick. Let's pull out. We've already gone down Magnolia Lane, people. We already closed our eyes and went there. Now let's go to the clubhouse. In the clubhouse, they have the crow's nest. It's you, You'd see it when they're showing the clubhouse. It's like this. It's It's a pretty little clubhouse that they show all the time. On the top of it. It's going to have a crow's nest. The crow's nest actually houses amateur golfers. That's right. They want to emphasize the importance of amateur golfers at this tournament. So they actually house, I think, five or six tournament golfers, and it's located on the third story of the clubhouse. It has like five beds in it. It's not big by any means. Look it up. I mean, look it up. It looks exactly like what a golfer would want to stay in. If they were playing a match, it'd be like, I'm I'm in paradise. This is amazing. Why do I say that? Well, I say that because it's kind of like a dorm. It's kind of like a dorm. Um, or almost, I think it's more comparable to a fraternity house. It's a bunch of dudes living together. But, I mean, it's a, with all your golf friends, I mean, you're competing against them, but, like, it's this cool experience you get to do for the very first time. So it really is, like, a, a, an amazing experience. They line up for these amateur golfers to go stay in the third story, I believe, of this clubhouse. And... At, it looks really awesome. So we'll move on to something that I think is just amazing. Is I kind of look at the Masters now after reading and doing a bunch of research. It's like a time capsule. Think of it like a time capsule. And that obviously has its pros and it has its cons. Pro, let me pull this up, people. It's got the cheapest freaking food on earth. So we're going to go through the food because I'm such a big fan of food. All right. Me and my buddy, we go walk up to the concessions. We're watching the Masters being played. I'm like, dang, I'm hungry, man. I'm starving. We've been watching golf all day. I'm, I'm, I'm need, I need some, something to drink. I need something to eat. Well, you can walk up, get an egg salad for dollar fifty. A dollar fifty. That's right. Pimento cheese, a dollar fifty. Barbecue, only three dollars. I want to put this in perspective. Like, I'm McDonald's cheeseburger, is like a dollar twenty-five. So let's keep going. Chicken salad, bro. I don't know what that. Ambrosia, I think three bucks. 
Make fun of me if I didn't know what that word was. Classic ham sandwich, three bucks. Ooh, ham and cheese on rye, three dollars. You want some coffee? A dollar fifty. I'd do anything for coffee for a dollar fifty, even though I don't drink coffee. But if I was tired, I would. Chicken biscuit, two dollar. Breakfast sandwich, three dollar. Blueberry muffins, a dollar fifty. You want some mixed fruit? Two dollars. We also can get a soft drink for two dollars. Bottle water, two dollars. You want some fresh brewed iced tea from the great state of Georgia, which if you haven't had sweet tea from the southern states, you're missing out because it's better than anywhere else. That is $2. Okay, me and my buddy want a beer. Um, Domestic beer, going to run you five. Imported beer, still five. That's not awful. A white wine, a little Chardonnay, you know what I'm saying? Six bucks. That's not awful. I'll, I'll take a I'll take a Chardonnay for six bucks any day. You get chips, peanuts, moon pies, cookies, and oh my mouth watering. The Georgia pecan caramel popcorn, all for a dollar fifty. I mean, I almost have tears in my eye thinking about pecans from Georgia. Pecans, pecans. I don't care how you say it. It just sounds amazing in general. So. The time capsule idea, right? It has those pros. It's awesome. It, I mean, it puts you into a different world almost, right? Well, let's go over the cons real quick. Okay, so the cons. You can't have your phone. You literally can't have your phone while you're there. You're thinking, Jay, you're crazy. What do you mean you can't have your phone? I know. Every millennial and every Gen Z person listening to this thinks I sound like a lunatic. I assure you it's true. I've looked it up. I don't know what happens when they take it. They just take it, which sure feels a lot like high school when a teacher takes your phone or I feel like I was like middle school for me, but like they take your phone, you don't have your phone, you're like, oh, oh, what is life? So I guess they just take your phone. I'm pretty sure if you're a ticket, like a regular ticket holder, they they take away your ticket. I mean, I think you're like asked to leave possibly. So all right, let's let's move on to some other cons. Some probably more important cons. It's it was it's obviously if we're in a time capsule, it's gonna have some old fashioned history, right? So let's talk about it. I guess there wasn't a black member until 1990 at the club, so that's not the best moment. Um, women. They couldn't be members until 2012. That's when the first two women were permitted as members. And uh, women didn't even play a golf tournament at the course until 2019. Yeah. That doesn't mean... I'm sure members, the lady members could play at the course and bring their friends with them. But a tournament wasn't held until 2019. Which, that's part of the history though, right? So, you know, learn. Obviously, they've embraced having women on the course now. But, you know, they didn't come from... Um, an amazing history, but that's part of being a time capsule. When you try to make a place be old-fashioned, you got to get over some old-fashioned values like that. So, let's move on to the jacket. That's right. I saved the jacket for last. This is my last little nip bit of history for y'all. So, the green jacket. Why does the winner get a green jacket? Well, in 1937, Augusta, Augusta national members began wearing green sport coats so they could be recognized, right? So, so if, if like fans had questions or anything like that, uh, they could be recognized. The Essentially what happened was that got pushed towards members and 
they get a green jacket, right? Because they're not members. So the winners get a green jacket, and that happened in 1949. Sam Snead was the first person to get that jacket, okay? So the he has the first one, and all the previous winners they they get that jacket too it's it's a shade of green um i don't know what specific shade but it's it's a really nice shade of green that sticks out on that golf course even though it's also green so let's move on to another subject which is tiger proofing this is nuts this is insane all right tiger woods is so freaking good at golf that (laughs) you guys aren't gonna believe this tiger woods how good at golf is he jay well as someone who doesn't watch golf he's Obviously, really good. So, the man's won a lot of green jackets. He's won five, if I'm correct. And Tiger Woods won in 1997. All of a sudden, all these par five holes got turned into par fours because he was making it there so easily. So, they were like, we're changing it. And they changed it. And then he won in 2001. And then they changed it. And then he won in 2002. And then they changed it. And then he beat it in 2005. And then... They made uh, a bunch of more changes, and he just—he was—he was just a beast. He kept—he kept winning, and Tiger Woods won in uh, what was it, ninety-seven, oh one, oh two, oh five, and he also won in twenty nineteen. So we got to talk about who has the most jackets, though. Who's won the most Masters? Well, that's Jack Nicholas. Look at that. I thought it was Nichols. That would have been weird. It's Jack Nicholas. Uh, he's the oldest cha- Masters champion, but he also has the most wins. He's got it in 63, 65, 66, 72, 75, and 86. So Tiger has five. That's right. And we're watching right now. Tiger Woods has the potential to tie it, people, which would debatably make him the best athlete in the history of sports, right? I would think so. The dude couldn't walk. Like, what? Like, a year ago. So let's jump into the current. Yeah. Now we're now. Okay. Now let's, let's all calm down. We've experienced Magnolia Lane, Moon Pies on the course, the Crow's Nest. Oh, hold on. I got to talk about the azaleas. Azaleas are going to be like on every shot while you watch this thing. It's because the master's course is known for growing those and they literally try to time it to where the azaleas are blooming and they're really pretty flower but we now know that the the holes are named after plants and that there's all this history behind it and you can't have your phone and you can't do these certain things now this is a really quick like crash course history of it but hopefully hopefully it guides you a little bit so let's talk let's talk a little bit on the leaderboard right now and currently right now we have Oh, they're showing 2022 still. Thank you. 2021, sorry. Okay, let's get into it. Here we go. So first, it looks like right now, goodness gracious, people. Do you know how hard it is to... mm, Okay. It looks like right now, the guy in first place is Sungjae. This is going to sound bad if I don't say this right, isn't it? Sungye I'm. His last name's I'm. I love that. Sungye I'm. He's at he's at minus five right now. Okay, under five. And then Smith number two. Uh under four. Will it three? 
3333322. Yeah, so right now, Sungjae I'm from Korea. Oh, did I say Japanese? He's from Korea. I'm an idiot. Um, he's currently reading right now at under five. So that's where the leaderboard is right now. If you want to know what Tiger Woods is shooting, Tiger Woods is under is minus one. So I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong to any golf listeners right now. You're all mad at me. But let's go through. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to wrap it up with Five Star Frenzy. The Five Star Frenzy is brought to you by Five Star Beef Jerky for the go. And the Masters, I'm going to go through my top five names of of the holes because some of them are amazing. Coming in, we're going to go five to one, all right? Coming in at number five is Golden Bell. I said, That sounds sweet. sounds southern. I like it. Golden Bell is my number five. My number four pick is Azalea because there's so many Azaleas there. You got to love it. It's at the end of Amen Corner. It's hole 13. It's pretty. Number number three is Firethorn because that sounds sick. And Firethorn sounds amazing. That's hole 15. Number two on the list is Carolina Cherry. Come on. That's hole nine. That's an amazing name. Now, <laughs> number one. This could this could make people mad. Like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just looking at the names and basing it. Ooh. It, this is hard, people. Okay. My number one pick for Master Course names. Oh, do I have to go with... No. No, no, no. I'm going to go early on. I really like the name of this one. My number one pick is... The flowering peach. Come on. You gotta love that, right? Like it's Georgia peaches. I don't know. Makes me makes me think of Georgia. So that's my five star frenzy. You can get five star beef jerky at Amazon. You put 15 off the edge, you get 15% off your purchase. But yes, that is the show, y'all. That is a crash course on the Masters. Thank you for sticking around and listening to an absolute idiot talk about golf who only plays top golf. But let me say this. I'm going to watch them golf this weekend, and I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm going to talk about it on Monday, and yeah, so enjoy the Masters, talk about the Masters, talk to your dad and go, that's Ray Creek, dad, and he's like, what the heck are you talking about, you're like, that, that creek right there in between hole 12 and 13, that's Ray Creek, he's like, I didn't even know that, and you're like, ah, I just, I just know golf better than you, old man, so what are you going to do now, so make sure to remember those facts, we need to listen through again. Go for it. Listen through again. But this has been Off the Edge, the Masters Edition with Jay Beasley. I hope you enjoyed your little crash course. You guys have a wonderful Friday. And I will see you guys on Monday or Tuesday. It just depends. Peace. <laughs>